Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hello, welcome to TFLP episode 433. We are live tonight on Monday, June 7th. I'm Lucas, and tonight I am joined by Anna. Good evening. And Peter. Forever Destron. And Christian. What up? So, <clears throat> Christian, it seems like it's been a while. Uh, yeah. I was on, let's see, you were on vacation, and then yeah. I was on vacation, Anna was on vacation, and then I was on vacation, and then I went back to the movies for the first time in over a year. Now I'm that back. That must have been weird. It was. Yeah, I still haven't okay. done that. I was trying to, I think we're going to go see the Black Widow whenever that comes out. That'll probably be our first one. It's coming out on our anniversary so what a wow. better way to spend a, an anniversary than to go see a movie. It was exciting to be back. Uh, I've been waiting a year, over a year, to have movie theater popcorn and an IC to go along with it again. And I got both of those things, and they were absolute trash. Just whole, like my body just said, this is not food. And it's not that I forgot what it tasted like and it's always been bad. No, this was some special variety of garbage that they served me. That's okay. I'll try. Congratulations. I was wondering if it's like fast food where if you don't have it for a while and then you have it and you're like, God, why did I do this to myself? Nope. It was not that. I had that experience with fast food since we stopped eating it for most of the pandemic and then eventually ordered some DoorDash for Taco Bell, like, just randomly one day. We were just like, oh, God. Oh, God. Everything we cook is so much better. And I have to eat this cold because it's delivered. Oh, Yeah. Probably the worst thing I have delivered. <laughs> I didn't think well, about McDonald's that. Well, McDonald's french fries has to be the worst. Like, if That'll it's the worst. Yeah. So. yeah this isn't changes in our eating habits or changing in our movie going habits this is this changes, changes, in, changes in our robot our eating habits robot eating habits yes there you go so yeah so so you get, eating robots sometimes you get toy robots, robots that are small enough they're bite size right a lot of people take bites this big yeah tonight anna talks about how she just keeps collecting smaller and smaller robots she's like yes Legends class is not small enough for me anymore. Now I have to do super small. Legends minus. Eventually it'll be microscope class. Oh, well, I mean, you didn't get the uh, slugs from the Unicron. 
You, you could probably buy that off someone, right? Off of eBay? The, the no, little... those aren't transforming figures, though. So True. I want smaller and smaller transforming figures. True. Those are a little too big, Christian. Just a little bit, yeah. I get them smaller. I remember when I got one of my first, like, fancy Gundam models back in the day, and it came with a pilot that was about that size. And I was just like, how do you paint this? The pictures of the box show it painted. How would you paint those? Uh, Toothpicks is the answer. Anywho. So, yeah. So tonight we are talking about our changing focus with our Transformers collecting. Like, how how has our focus changed? How has our collecting changed over the years? So I want Peter to go first. (laughs) <laughs> Let, let's finish the intro was that i mean we, we've got lots of intro left right <laughs> well well that was one of the things you know so, some of the people it's like I, I don't know peter i'd be interested to have, see what you say as well just because it's like i know with like you know rick and nick and all that it's like i collect all of the things and I know that's kind of that you you do as well. Like your scope is pretty broad, um, so so yeah. Whereas I feel like myself, like I don't know. I know I know Sean is kind of the same way, and Christian, you've you've changed over the years as well. Where it's like I don't know. I, I feel like I've been crazy and like collected different stuff constantly. So that's it. So There's that, your intro, Destron. You're that's my, You're that's up. My okay. Hi. Um, in Christmas of 1984, a little Peter got a got a got a toy. It was called Jazz, and the neighbor kid had a bunch of like like little bumblebees and little red bumblebee, like it was like a red bumblebee, and some other card guys that real on the Transformers cartoon. There was that one guy whose name we can never remember. The one with the the magnet on his hand. I I remember it now, but like four year old me couldn't remember all these names. So I got my first transformer for Christmas and it wasn't one of the small ones. It was one of the bigger ones. It was jazz and it was freaking awesome. And in the box, I have a picture of me like opening the box. It's pretty cool. And in the box, there was a poster and you open the poster and there's like 28 figures, whatever on there. And you're like, Whoa. And little four year old Destron told himself that he's going to have all of these figures. And it was pie in the sky because that's a lot of toys for you know little brain and uh and then and then the next year got more toys got twin twist top spin a couple of the smaller cheaper ones and those had a different poster and that poster had all the guys from the previous poster which my sister had torn up and then my parents threw it away because it was torn because you don't want to keep things that are ripped and you don't want to throw things away and you want to make sure that you keep things in good shape that way you don't have to throw them away that way you have to keep and maintain and hold and add and progress so that next poster we kept it in really good shape and it had all the things from the previous poster with a bunch of stuff and including things that weren't even in the cartoon so then a little five-year-old me made a promise to himself that we're going to get all of these things and so on and so on and so on and so on then you throw in gi joe wield warriors we were already doing masters of the universe add in gobots because my parents because gobots were cheaper so i was getting small gobots in addition to the you know transformers that i was getting and then you, you just keep adding and 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 then brain damage. 
and and at some point, like the checklist went away. Like they didn't really have checklists after a while, right? So then there's a website that came around TF Wiki, right? No, no, no. TF no. info first. Well, yeah. Okay, so after after Gen One ended and Gen Two began, before I got on the internet, I started making a catalog, and I started making like you know little little little. I've got graph paper and. I made a little column for accessories and a column for paperwork and a column for cards and tech specs and robot points and whatever, whatever, whatever. And, you know, so for Gen 2, I was able to keep track with that. Just like with Gen 1, I was able to keep track with the posters and I'd made spreadsheets based on the posters and things that I'd seen and things that I'd known and like things that I'd found at flea markets and just anecdotal things that I'd heard from people that ended up a lot of them not being true. Like, I saw a Transformer that was this big. I'm like, yeah, Fortress Maximus. No, no, no. So it had like a wrist firing off. The Transformers are cool. I'm like, that's not a transformer that's a shogun warrior you don't you don't know what you're talking about you're 10 you don't know anything like uh old man go away and so anyway so i started making spreadsheets and like taking notes and like like meticulous notes and 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 making sure that i had everything written down and that everything that i wrote down i was plugging into my head making sure that i never forgot all the things all the things Oh, it just sort of crazy echo. And uh, so all the things are in my head now. And, you know, you start staring at the posters and you start staring at the, the instruction manual so that you can cross-reference where the errors are in the posters or the errors are in the instruction manuals. And you've memorized the shapes of the, the, the sticker sheets from the instruction manuals or the backs of the cards. That way you can make sure that if you see a sticker sheet in the wild, you know exactly who it belongs to. You know exactly who these accessories belong to. You know exactly, you know, all this stuff. That way you can piece it all together. You start identifying, like, if you find a broken transformer or a broken transformer part, you know that this part goes to this transformer. That way you know you know you know if you find a bin full of stuff at a flea market or a yard sale you can put it all together put it all together so that way the progression of your collection is never slowed down you always are adding to the pile of things that you want to have in the in the you know the 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 totality of the collection which will be since you promised it to yourself finished at some point so gen 2 we started making spreadsheets and then gen 2 kind of went away and then we got online and then we started finding out about we already knew about some of the UK stuff. I've talked about that in a previous episode. I had a, I had a subscription to Toy Trader magazine, and it talked about Rumbler and 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 Slicer and Omega Supreme and 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 Turbomaster and Windmill and all those guys. So so I was aware of those things. And then you start finding out about uh, Raiden and Lyokaiser and 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 then Landcross and all of that stuff. So then you start adding that to the spreadsheet and categorizing it by year. Then finding out which what you're missing from the other countries, adding all that to the spreadsheet, and then you find tfu.info and just just generally att att was where i learned all of my madness well i didn't learn the madness i think i just kind of like form fitted it like play-doh through your fingers like like that and made it all work so i I really wish peter that you had set up like a chart in the background with like (laughs) string going back and forth like on, on the chart, because I think that he that really sees would the add chart, it to the visual. We, oh, okay. we don't see the chart. He can see it. I can I, see the chart. That was pretty visual. It's 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 all in there. It's so, all in there. And sorry, I know that you're talking about like all the stuff, right, and all the G1 stuff and whatever. Did you ever consider like when the movie came out and whatnot, or just whatever, whatever various lines where it's an offshoot? Right. Like if it's bot bots or it's like whatever it might be, something like that, where <laughs> um, did you ever think, your you know what? Go to like, line. No, but it's your go to offshoot. No, this isn't real Transformers line. Uh, no, but one thing is, is that 
the promise he made as a child, it was it was G1 Transformers, right? And so, like, theoretically, Beast Wars or whatever it may be, something like that where you could, I don't know, I, I personally could consider that an offshoot to where it's like, I don't necessarily, like, I don't have to have this. I can only, like, I can... I can be okay not collecting that. Did you ever think of that? Or is it like if there's a Hasbro on it, like it's like, well, no, sorry, got to have it. When Beast Wars came out, I was really resistant because the, de the designs look completely different. They were made by Kenner now. It didn't say, it initially didn't say Transformers Beast Wars. It said Beast Wars Transformers. Really small yeah. Transformers underneath. And I was like, oh, what, the f what are they doing here? What is this? And I poured over the packaging and i'm looking at them like they've got a character named dinobot it's a character named dinobot not a team named dinobot who the hell who the hell you know 15 year old me is like who the hell is doing this who has done it candy camera am i is this a joke are you messing with me so it took me a while to get into it and it wasn't until i finally i just i just skipped school i just skipped school to watch my first episode of beast wars which was episode 10 victory i think it was episode 10 anyway victory uh, it was the one where the the predacons pretend like they got blown up and then there's the primal they they, they they get the axelon to take off and then crashes again but primal like flies and saves it with the superman music and i was just like what the beans is this this is this is i'm gonna have to buy all these toys god damn it okay um and so i began and i haven't really stopped and there hasn't been a line yet that has completely turned me off I always come around, even the ones that I pause on. Kiss players, I'm looking at you. Um, and one of, I mean, there are a couple of things that that slowed me down, and I was like, oh, "I'll get to you later. I'll get to you later." And then I, I got to them later. But there have been changes, right? Like you didn't initially bend things, right? Like you probably initially had everything out when you first started. Yes, my 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 tote life is a sad, sad story. Um, and 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 yes. Short story. Your short short answer, yes. The totes are, are, are were a necessity thing that spiraled way out of control. And you couple that with my need to continue to buy stuff, even though I'm not displaying any of it. And I found this really neat way to just have both, where I can buy everything and store it. But it's still displayed because it's, look how nice and neat these racks are. And I can go in them anytime, and every time I open a tote, it's like a treasure hunt. Because I know it's in the totes, but it's like fun to see them again. Like, oh, look what's in here! You're my friends, and, and yeah, it is kind of like that. Then you also eventually added some third party too, right? Like that was something you had to change as right, well. Because a lot of people, that's kind of like like their lane is. Yeah, they don't. Like, I'm only gonna do a fish swap because, like, I know a lot of people like that, and and part of it is is that not that they're like against third party. It's that they just like I can't I can't do all of it. So they like I need to pay to... their rent. I like to pay my rent too, and uh, it was really tricky during the first divorce because there's been multiples uh, to to do both. But I came back around and was able to catch up on the things that I had missed. Um, but as far as third party, I got into it easily enough. Um, I love Transformers, and I don't care who makes them because. That Ultra Magnus was Ultra Magnus. City Commander was Ultra Magnus. And Protector was Rodimus Prime. And I needed a Rodimus Prime and I needed an Ultra Magnus. And they plugged onto the official characters. No, oh, well, Warbot, Warbot Defender? Then, I mean, that's obviously Springer. And I need him to hang out with Magnus. 
So we'll just buy him and we'll buy the next thing and we'll buy the next thing. And, uh, well, okay. So there, with the third party, there is a point where I, I mean, there, I don't need everything from third party because there are so many doubles and triples and quadruples and septuples of everything because how many minosaurs do we need? How many, uh, rat bats and poorly designed, poorly designed springers and confusing weapon, weapony laser beaks. Do we need, I don't know. There was some stuff that was just like, this is not good from the outset and I don't want it. Um, so I didn't get it and I didn't have the, 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 the need. It didn't feel like I was betraying myself uh, by not getting those things because they weren't this on the poster where I was like looking at it and working through whatever I'm continuing to work through. One thing I think is interesting is, is that I feel like if there was only one like say masterpiece RC, right. I would, you know, I feel like we'd all probably be super excited with it. Like when the Warbot uh, Defender came out, right? Like we're all probably like, oh, this is a fantastic Springer. You know, this is really cool and all that, right? But like now that there's like 20 Springers or whatever, like I don't know however many there are, right? Like I feel like every single one, like it almost makes it worse because then you nitpick and you're like, you know what, like the fans toys one is really good, but it like has this one thing I don't like. And the MMC one is really good, but it has that one thing I don't like. And, you know, fans project one is kind of garbage now, like need to, you know, throw that away on its own shelf. Like, I I don't know. Like I almost feel like, and that's the same way with classics too, that like I was a hundred percent happy with classics back in the day, but like most of that stuff, you know, there, there's a handful of figures, you know, the, the Optimus is still great. You know, the Bumblebee, I really enjoy all that. Like, but so, like a lot of those, it's like, I, I, I can't, I can't do it anymore. You bring up an interesting point and I agree that a number of the more recent versions of said characters, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Springers, whether they're official or unofficial, whoever, um, have replaced in my display shelf, which I mean, I'm not fully set up yet, but they've, they've just, they've replaced in my, my classics display, whoever came before, whether it's Warbot defender or whatever. And for the third party things, I'm okay with nitpicking and finding the one that fits best for whatever aesthetic I'm going for, whether it's the legends classic scale or the masterpiece type stuff. Um, but part of my collecting is I will have everything. And even though they've been replaced in the display, I buy doubles of everything I open. So all those classics, none of them are left on the display anymore. I, I kept my uh, Reveal the Shield Bumblebee redeco of the classics Bumblebee because I have Azeem's uh, hubcap kit on there and I have Bumper mm-hmm. too somewhere. So I kept those specifically because my friend made a kit and I love that kit, both those kits. And so I'm keeping the kits. They might not be on display because even, I mean, Bumper's still around. But um, Hubcap has been replaced. But Hubcap's not going anywhere. Hubcap's hanging out with my Fall of Cybertron Grimlock with all the upgrade kits and things. And Warbot Defender over here in the, you've been retired, but I'm not getting rid of you section. But as far as like Classics Optimus Prime, Classics Megatron, uh, Classics Cliffjumper, Mirage, Grimlock, Ramjet, all the, like the entire Zero Six Classics line, they're all replaced in display but they're all sealed in the totes. So I get my cake and I eat it too. I got to enjoy the toys loose and open, and now I get to treasure them in their boxes. 
like that's something that really like varies and changes within people as well. Because you know, some people do the whole do what Peter does and have one version of a character on a shelf, but then they get rid of their other versions when they get the new one. Unlike Peter, they don't keep them. And then there's people who keep all their versions, and there's people who you know that really varies between us. And I, I think that I've changed between doing various different versions of that as I've gone forward. You know, at first it was like the one per character idea was like this like hard rule that I had. And over the years, it's kind of changed to where the one per character rule is an excuse not to have to buy things I don't like. Right. I mean, that's ultimately, it's like buy the things that you like. It's just hard for, for some of us. And I don't know. I know that, you know, I'm kind of the same way as you, Peter. Like, like if I get into a line, like eventually I'm probably going to complete that line. Like there's some exceptions to that, but like, that's why I know like cyberverse, like Anna loves, you know, buying, like there's a handful of cyberverse figures you've gotten and Christian, you've been the same way, right? Where you've gotten a couple cyberverse and you're okay with a couple of those. But like, for me, it's like, okay, I don't like, I, I just can't do that. It's like almost all or nothing. And I, I don't know what it is, why I have to be that way. Um, but, but yeah. And that's caused you to have more severe changes in your collection than a lot of us. You know, you had a huge third party collection and now you have very little third party. You like at one point you had experienced like all the big third party toys over a couple year block. And now you've kind of gone out of them. So you also bought and sold and bought and sold large swaths of legends. If I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah, that too. You're like a prolific Legends collector in like year one of Legends being big. I Yeah, I mean, I had, I mean, like you said, like I've had most of the third party, like all the stuff that was coming out from like 2016 to 2019, 2020, somewhere around there. Like, you know, where I had, you know, pretty much all of it and then sold it all and you know, I don't know what I have a masterpiece, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I, I use some of that money to buy pretty much all the legends that were out at the time. Um, you know, myself too. And then I decided to get out of, out of that. Um, I mean, part of the thing, you know, for, for me has been just Hasbro, um, because before, like, I mean, I always have enjoyed the regular toys but it used to be that they weren't good enough, if that makes sense. Like, I had to have this alternate, you know, nicer version. Um, whereas now I feel like that, yes, there are nicer versions. Like, it's not the end-all be-all, but it's like, it's it's good enough. Like, it's met my level of that I'm good with having the, you know, classics or whatever, the new, the new Optima, the Earthrise Optimus or their, you know, Earthrise Starscream or whatnot, like as my representations of those characters. So, but there's, there's times though too, when those legends figures, like you see the, uh, you know, whatever, like the new, new age, you know, Megatron or Magic Square Megatron or whatever, or some, some of those uh, Legends figures, and you're like, oh man, that's really nice. It is kind of like a mini masterpiece, um, <laughs> you know, that you see. You're like, I can't believe that they did whatever engineering that they put in that figure 
to get it to do those things at that scale is is incredibly impressive and so but uh, i just try to convince you to buy the mana so then that way i can check them out and that's a great strategy to have a friend who buys the things you don't so you can go and check out their thing and then you don't have to buy it we we clown you we clown you a lot uh Lucas, for, for saying things are mini masterpieces or whatever, but you are absolutely correct when it comes to the engineering on Legends in the last three years. They have gotten so consistently better and just, it, like, I am impressed, but I, since they're third party, I can have that, I have that hard stop where I, where, where I have the option now. Instead of just an automatic go for me, I have the, I gotta think about this. I'm still missing X, Y, and Z from over here, and I can spend... You know, we've all got budgets, so I can spend $500 on their legends, whoever the beans, or I can spend $500 on this and check things off the kill list and feel really good. Because checking off boxes is nice. Um, or I can buy some legend stuff and be like, eh, I don't know where to put this. Cool. Right. And that's kind of the, the, the way with me that... Again, if I didn't have the whole display, but I feel like overall that unless you're going to have a city full of legends figures, like, you know, and I know that you do, you have like your tables set up and, yeah, and it's fun. It's um, too full though. I need like a second one. Right. So yeah, but that's what for me. So then I have to have all of those. And then by the time you have all of those, it's a lot of money. Um, especially now, like the legends figures is one of those things when they first came out, they were like 20 bucks and they weren't that great and whatever, but um, yeah. and, and then they kind of like hit like a, a pretty good line of, okay, the 30 or $40, but they're really good. And then now they're like $90 and you're like, wait a minute. Like that's more than I was paying for masterpiece. I mean, obviously I know like all prices go up and inflation, all that kind of thing. And they're, these have gone up, but, but yeah, like it's, I know Anna, you were, uh, Ron was talking about in the chat about those new legends devastators and those look really cool. Like new age and, and magic square both putting them out, but then they were like, what, $300 or, or whatnot. Right. You're Just like, oh. today it was possibly revealed that there's actually a fourth set you have to have in order to get the new age devastator, which is the actual body of devastator. And then you plug everybody into it which will probably push that price up towards $400 instead of $300. It's a river and right it's now. It's the size of a deluxe. Don't know and for it's sure. Whatever. It's it's the si- it'll be a Voyager size, and it'll be the same price as the Toy World Constructor. When yeah, you said between that. Voyager what? and Leader. Yeah, they're not deluxe sizes. Combiners. I know that sizes aren't prices, but, like, come on. But that's, that, that's asking a lot, yeah. That's asking a lot. It really is, because even the the Magic Square Minotaur, you know, that one's that one comes to about two hundred and fifty dollars if you get the cheapest price on everything. It's more like three hundred if you get the average prices on everything. And you know, that's a Minotaur that is a leader size figure. It's nice, but it's a leader size Minotaur, you know. So, uh. yeah, I mean, it's incredibly impressive. It looks really good. It's um, one of the I mean, better ministers the out that's there. Like hard. Right, right, right. So, but yeah, it's uh... yeah, it's hard to compare because like I have the um the the, the transformation um, minosaur still, and like that set really has its problems, right? 
but that set is worth about $300 on the secondary market. So I could sell that whole set, which is enormous and complex, to get my Magic Square set, which is much smaller, better, but the same price. So it's, it's, it's hard to convince yourself to do that sometimes. But I think, like, in this conversation, you know, we're talking about how our collecting habits change. And in a lot of ways, we're talking about how our collecting habits stay the same. Because Peter just really talked about, like, adding more checklists over and over. Really weird caveat. Interesting caveat. I shouldn't have said weird. Interesting caveat that you don't make checklists when it comes to third party. Like, you're able to turn that off. And then, Lucas, you know, you kind of have that catch them all towards anything you collect. So that means that you, you do skip certain things because of that i think it's interesting to kind of see those commonalities like you know we change a lot of things but we also kind of stay consistent yeah i mean i guess that's true it's like you know when when i go for a line i'm gonna eventually get it all and it's not even i don't know it's it's one of those things i tell myself like oh i'm not gonna have them all but then you know you just it's just what happens and I keep trying that. I keep trying to, like, complete something. You know, every few years it'll be like, I'll just fall into it and be like, I should complete this set. You know, like the, I just completed the Cyberverse Deluxes the other day, thanks to Lucas wanting to get rid of his few. And now I have them all. And it's just like, wait, you know, probably out of the, what is there, 11 of them or so, something like that. Probably out of those 11, there are, you know, eight really solid ones and three stinkers. Why do I have the stinkers? You know, why Why do I have the shockwave? <sighs> he's, he's good, but then he doesn't transform. So... Well, like, and, and that's what, like, it's... Hasbro has broken me from that completionism thing. Um, I know, Peter, you, you're still fighting the good fight, but I know there's been a handful of... of characters it's like i i can't have this in my collection like this thing is hot garbage i <laughs> anna would argue I like that that's those. a great figure i right? like those <laughs> i haven't opened a single one of them ever like not ever ones you've ever had uh, oh I, I i take that back i take that back when we went to see i want to say it was either the last night or bumblebee they were handing out it had to have been oh. the last night they're handing them out at, they were handing them out at theaters and the kids opened theirs and they gave me those they're like these are hot garbage here you go and i was like oh <laughs> these are hot garbage i will keep them forever Bloop. when i'm talking to my students i will often have a couple of those on my desk and i will i will push them into my lap and start playing with them because i'm on zoom so they can't really see what i'm doing but they're very handy for that because they're so simplistic but they're enough to give my hands something to do. So I love them for that reason. And they're very fun to paint because they're they're pretty much the size of D&D minis. So they're the same kind of experience of simple they would, painting. They would make fun, fun game tokens. Yeah. They would make really fun game tokens. Yeah, they would. They would. I mean, but the, I, oh, I, I had that's that the time. argument that I would make for those things is that you can paint them. Because they're unpainted, but like the bot bots are so much better. Breaking news! Breaking news! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The boy just came downstairs. He's watching us, and he came down to say it was the Bumblebee movie. It, it was you got those toys. At, we got those at the Bumblebee movie. Okay, oh, so no. breaking news. Thank you, boy, for the update. We appreciate it. Accuracy important is update. very important to us. 
as an important media outlet. Yes. But I tried that with the, with the tiny turbo changers too. I told myself I was going to get whole sets of them. And I made it through like a third of a set. And I was just like, these are the only ones I like. I have to stop. There's no reason for me to want to complete them. I'm like an anti-completionist, which I know drives a bunch of other fans crazy. Because it's like, oh, you almost have this full set. Like when the um, when the Seacons came out and I got like four of them out of the six. And I was like, I'm done. I'm good. I don't need to build Piranacon. I'm happy. This is fun. They're pretty. These are the cute ones. And I was done. And that decision made me way happier then spending the other, like, $80 to get the other two would have made me. So, like, I'm a much happier Anna because I didn't complete the set. That's a crazy person decision. But I do something similar <laughs> on just on a line scale. Because unless you want to count BotBots, which I don't think is complete yet because it's not done. I haven't completed a line in 10 years. I completed alternators and I completed power core combiners both in 2011. But did you get all the deco variations on power core combiners? No. The the one deco variation? No, I did not get that one. There's two. There's two. What's the second one? There's Huffer and who? There's Huffer and then the the last wave five pack set. There's a constructor thing where there's the light scuff marks with a different shade of green on the center bot versus dark scuff marks with a darker shade of green. If you weren't you, I'd say you were lying to me. He's but you're you, so I believe you. Believe me. It's a hard one to find. That doesn't count enough for me, I don't think. United EX does, and I've been working on that kind of for years, but they're hard to find over here. Mm-hmm. They didn't get yeah. imported, so there's none around. They didn't get imported because no one liked Power Core Combiners except for a crazy few, and, and why would you want the Japanese redecos? love power core combiners you, you have three out of four people on the show right now who really like power core combiners they're one of those things i almost completed like i i started buying them and it was like i'm really close to completing these and i realized that i had every individual mold and i said oh wait okay i'm done because I have all the molds, I have all the weirdness. Like, I wanted every mold, because every mold is gosh darn weird. Like, they're all bizarre, and, you know, there's all sorts of different Target Master type guys you can get from the two-pack sets, and, like, all of that's appealing, but repaints oh. are never appealing to me, so I just had to, to pull the plug at one point. I have a couple repaints, and I stare at them sometimes and think, do I need to put these on eBay, or what do I do with them? But... Power is so cool, but it's almost hard to get rid of them. So I, I just wonder if, like, you know, every once in a while, like, you know, Hasbro listens to the podcast, and they're like, oh, these guys are, like, average collectors. And then they're like, oh, three-quarters of the cast, like, has almost completed all of Power Core Combiners. And they're like, no, you guys are crazy. Like, we're not listening to anything you say, because... You, That's why the... we don't get invited to Fan Fest Friday. Right. That's true. We don't get invited when I joined three years ago, I was like, oh, we're going to get invited to stuff. No. No. That's okay. Uh, on, on completing stuff, I think at the time it came out, I was one figure away from completing Titan's Return. Titan, yeah, Titan's Return. And uh, I did not want that last figure, so I did not complete that line. I was like, oh, I could just get it and say I have all uh, Titans. Yay, I did it. But then I was like, well, I don't want Titan Master Brawn. 
it's so dumb. I do not want it. So I did not buy it. It was great. That's funny. I, I have Master Brawn. I have one of I have, the few I have. I have Headmaster Brawn and I bought an adapter kit for my iGear Brawny or whatever his name was, and I put the head cradle in there so I could put Headmaster Brawn inside the iGear little guy. More and it looks, you, man. looks great. I love it. I, I was like, this is really, really stupid. And then they were like, oh, look, it's actual Legend Scale Brawn. That's like a real figure in the same line. So I'm just going to get that instead. So I did. Yeah, I've never felt like I need to complete lines except the two I mentioned and Bot Bot. And I don't, I don't believe that in the end of my collection, I will have all the Bot Bots anymore. <laughs> Probably winnow those down after I finish them. We'll that just surprises me. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I love all the bot bots. They surpass the point where I could easily remember all of their names in series four. One through three, I, I got pretty solidly. Four was like, yeah, give me a second. And five was just like, I can't add any more of these names. Yeah. Just I would but they're all up there. They look great as a unit. It's just, uh, well, I always have however many there are now, 275 plus series 6, 7, 8, and 9, and all the vehicles and whatever. Maybe. We'll see. Since I'm having fun tonight pointing out all of our idiosyncrasies, I do want to point out there is one form of completionism you do enjoy, Christian, from time to time. I am the only one who enjoys doing it. You do, you do, but it's fun for you. Like I see, like absolute happiness from you when you do it. You really get excited I, yeah, about it. I, I have picked a new target for that. Uh, Anna's talking about my mold completion, where I get every iteration of a mold that has ever come out. Uh, I did it with Classics Optimus Prime, and then sold half of those. I did it with Prime Prime, and kept all of those. Animated Optimus Prime, all of the robots in disguise, car robots, um, Autobot Brothers. I got all those. Uh, working on spy changes and GoBots, kinda. My new target is Beast Wars Optimus Primal. It's a good target. What, what about Siege Megatron? Uh, no. We're talking about Bat Primal, right? No, I don't like yeah. the Bat Primal mold, actually. Okay. I know. Yeah, did I do it again with anybody else? I have a bunch of classic seekers but i didn't get every classic seeker because i need the character repeat to do it again i feel like i left one off last time but i think that was the autobot brothers you said that uh, last time we talked about oh, this on the okay. show, I, I left them off see see that's what like hasbro broke me on completionism because on the trilogy with the combiner wars and titan's return and uh power of the primes like i got everything like i have i have all the Titans returns. I have all the, you know, the U S well, I don't know. Would you count the botcon stuff uh, or club, yes. club stuff? Okay. So I don't have yes. that, but like I, Sometimes. again, I said like U S retail. And then I also have Takara stuff too. But anyway, as I'm nearing the end, like rounding in power of the primes, they release that trash star scream with the trash stickers on that thing. I hate that figure so much. Like, it's just such a bad figure. Um, and I hate those stickers that they used on all of that stuff. Like, it's just, awful. ugh. They're, they're it was so real bad. awful. Those, those it was like so a, a bookend of a bookend of terrible Starscreams, because we got that terrible leader-class Starscream in Combiner Wars, the one that was oh, like, this freaking tall. I didn't hate it. 
It's I hated that fine. thing. I was like, why the hell do I want to Starscream this big? This is like because big. Because and- it looks like the comics that were out at the time. I it's out of scale. How, how could I pose it with anybody? I couldn't put it next to my my well, That's my why Hegemon. they released Thundercracker and Skywarp for you, so that you could pose them together by themselves. But then they all... <laughs> also, my the one I've left off this time was Cybertron Crosswise. I've mold collected all of those. All the Bugattis. See... My argument with those leader class figures at the time is that Hasbro's like, here's your masterpiece figures. Like, they're not masterpiece, like, you know, whatever. Like, like no one would ever call them that, but they're the same size. So here you go. And so that those are always my argument against people that complain about how new stuff is smaller, you know, but it all scales together. Is I'm like, I would so much rather have these than all of those leader class figures that they released you know like it's like only that assortment was not great in combined wars they've drastically improved that assortment for titan's return they they've improved yes we've got six shot and overlord and black shadow and no those are all good but i'm saying um i'm trying to think of like what was the other ones that it was Megatron was, and Armada like Megatron. A sound, the, I mean, which, the sound wave was not great. The like, sound wave and Blaster were terrible, Blaster, and the right. Seekers were just. Bleh, bleh. Right. So, but but yeah. Six Shot, Black Shadow, Six Shot. Overlord, fantastic. Yeah. Those are good. Quick no Thunderwing uh, quick... though. That was. No Thunderwing. Nope. We got a head. We got a little little head. Good. <laughs> and and then yeah, and then they gave. Uh, uh, Nitro Zeus, the, the headmaster gimmick, so you could make a Thunderwing. And I, I did that. That's, it looks good when you do it, yeah. And then, yeah, quick, uh, quick, quick, uh, quick switch was a cop out. We, we got, we got, he existed we got, though. He existed, that was what counted at that point in time. They sold us a picture that they didn't provide, which going back to 84, we're, we're used to. He existed, and he was better than the fans' project one. So he's pretty I, colors. He is pretty I don't know. Colors. I kind of like that fans' project one. I love. I I still have Madlaw and Nighty Knight or whatever yeah, in my display because they're, they're both. I had that them. Six Night for like three weeks, and I sold it. I was like, "This is horrible. I hate it. Get out of here." It lasted like a year with me, but it, it had the same fate. His 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 beast mode is. I, I still have my in my display because I like them very much. I almost feel like if there's a six changer that doesn't have crap modes, I would feel more uncomfortable with it. Like if it actually had, you know, six good alt modes, I'd be like, oh, this makes me feel uncomfortable and threatened. I'd get rid of this. Hang Just out with in. robots in disguise, Megatron and Galvatron. Those guys have ten modes, and they're all fantastic, and they're all completely different. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that figure, but it's a great figure. Some of that was Anything some of that was a stretch. Stretching and squinting and just like I am a mastodon now. Oh, okay, you sure are. <laughs> I'm a bat now. I'm a plane. They're different. Mo- it has a I'm a hand car mode. now. I'm a hydrofoil. Oh, okay, hand Megatron. Mode. Let's. Oh, okay, Megatron. But but yeah, and I remember uh, years ago when I first met. Uh, some of the the local Transformers collectors, you know, and I'm introducing myself, and they're like, "Oh, what do you collect?" and you know, whatever. And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm I, I'm a one per character collector. Uh, I, I only collect one." I know, right? This was this was 
how many years ago was this? A little baby like, Lucas. I mean, this is yeah, this is before I met Anna or, or anything like that. I mean, it was twenty. Was it? Tw- I don't know. Like in the teens somewhere. But uh, I can't remember which year it was. But yeah, like I hadn't went to any conventions yet at that point or anything. But yeah, like I was like, oh, I'm just going to get the best representation of each character. And we'll see how that worked out. So, uh, you know, talked about my... Oh, you go, Anna. Go ahead. Mine's long. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll do a short part. I'll get back to you later. Um, what I was going to say is that I realized that before I met all of you, so starting with, it really started with Sean. It's all Sean's fault in the end because I met him in a customization panel and he introduced me to Lucas and then it just all spiraled out of control from there as I moved to Kansas and uh, it all got bad. But before that, I never had a focus. I never had a goal I never had a like set of rules or anything else. I just occasionally bought a toy transformer when I thought it looked cool. Like I would go to like a toy show or something and be like, oh, hey, there's one of those third party things I've heard about. I've, I found my um, my fans project Smart Robin that way. It was like, ooh, this is a cool toy I've never seen in a store before. And this is a different kind of engineering. And this has a cool transforming gimmick. I'm going to get this. I didn't think, okay, let's go find out what the other fans project headmasters are. I didn't think, oh, let's go jump into third party. I just thought, I bought this one thing. It's fun and cool. I bought, like, one figure from every anime I liked or every TV show I liked that I could get or every video game I liked. And that was, like, it. You know, I didn't really have any Transformers goals. I didn't want an 84 shelf. I didn't want a movie shelf. I didn't want um, a complete set of headmasters or anything. None of that. Like, that just wasn't really my way of doing things. Then I met all of you. <laughs> and I started having goals. Oh, and I started to have to establish rules. That's actually kind of how it went with me, too. Uh, yeah, I started out as a child. But uh, I watched Beast Wars and I watched my G1 tapes from Blockbuster. And I knew that there were toys, but it wasn't like, I have to have all the toys. But I really wanted like lots of Beast Wars figures, and they were easy to come by because they, they were out at the time. That was cool. So I had a bunch of those, and then I had a tactile problem when I was a kid. I was not very good at fine manipulation. So I stopped buying Transformers for a little while because they were too complex for Christian and his bumbly fat fingers. I'm fine now. It's all, all good. But uh, Trans- the Transformers I did still have, I remember in particular Beast Wars Razor Claw, the crab. That was uh, very difficult for me to transform. And I look at that thing now, how difficult is that to transform? It's not. He kind of just falls over, put his head inside, done. But I uh, couldn't do it. And also Beast Wars Scarum, the Scarab Beetle. Can't still. Bleh. Bad figure, bad experience. But bad once I was able to start manipulating things, I you know, got more and more robots in disguise. I got Optimus Prime and couldn't quite make him transform yet but then we got there and everything changed around energon and cybertron because energon brought back combiners and my mom helped me get all the combiners and she hates shopping for toys and she was able to get me a set for christmas and my birthday because at the same time of year it was great and i was like well i have all these figures i want to know more about them so i went online horrible mistake 
terrible mistake. I've gone on, you know, bits and pieces before. I, I knew about GoBots, but when, like, 2004, 2005, people started being able to upload photos of their own stuff a lot more easily than they had in the past. So then I got to see people like Peter, not specifically Peter, I don't think, at that time, but like Peter. No, I wasn't sharing at that point. I was, I was in a bubble. Cool. But, like, show off these large you know, rooms full of toys, and I was like, I want rooms full of toys. I want to show them off all together because the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And that's what I started doing. And I would buy whatever I found, you know, at flea markets or whatever, and, and I'd get, you know, totes of broken stuff. And like, hey, it's, it's all the stuff. And then I have to try and find the stuff to complete it. And then I would do like, not, not technically work because I was a minor at the local comic book store, I would like sort stuff for them in exchange. They would give me toys or comics, which was cool. It was a good, good, good relationship. And uh, so I had toys and I kept getting more toys and more toys and more toys. And then, you know, movies made it cool to have them again and they were super available. So I kept getting stuff. And then it continued on. I graduated college. I had money and I was like, okay, now I can get like real toys. So I started collecting Masterpiece. I was like, yeah, Masterpiece is great. But then I was like, you know what? Everyone has Masterpiece. And also now I don't have a job. So then I got rid of all the Masterpiece. And now I'm here. You know, that's another time. Mostly the complete story. That was a pretty complete story. Another time that I tried completion was when I first had a steady flow of money and a new line came out. Because that was freaking Armada. When that came out, I had a steady flow of money. I had a good paying for a high schooler job and a free, oh, yeah. you know, free amount of time to go get toys. And I got all of the first like wave of Armada and found out for the 800th time backwards throughout history that I'm not a completionist. I'm not a completing collector. All, all of my lawn mowing money went to toys. And then when I started selling drugs as a teenager, I spent all that money on toys sorry i'm sorry what now? internet people i work i worked in a pharmacy as a teenager that's what i mean when i say i sold drugs anyway so i'm getting a paycheck it was 2008 when i started working so the movie tail in a movie line was still there so i was like all right get all of that crap and animator was on so i got all of that which i don't regret it was just i had money and every bit of money i had was going towards toys I don't do that anymore. I learned to make budgets. I, I remember that, in that's high probably school. the greatest greatest change for me is that I've I learned to budget appropriately. So you had that that qualifier on the end appropriately. I learned to budget. <laughs> nice. Some that's part of the reason I got out of masterpiece as well. I, Especially once uh, Really, once Titans happened, and then Power of the Primes, eh. but when War for Cybertron started, I was like, all right, Masterpiece can really be done for me now. Because all those figures are, generally speaking, expensive. Expensive. But are they, you know, four or five times better for four or five times more the price? And I said no. I said no. That was me. Well, and I feel like, too, like, even... Like, even not a money thing. I mean, it seemed like that you just didn't enjoy the yes. masterpiece figures as much too. Lucas, like, please tell was... the story of how you changed my collection. 
Lucas did well, this directly. Single-handedly, he changed the course of my collecting. Well, it's because all of your uh, Detoffs, like you had your classics in or whatever, like the Chug and your the Lego Bionicle, uh, right? And whatever, right? Like displaying that. And then you had like a little Walmart shelf in the corner with all of your like masterpiece, like your fans, toys, Dinobots and whatnot. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like you've got like a thousand dollars in figures on, on that shelf over there. Like, why are you... Like, like, get rid of those. Come on. Like, so it's like obvious what is important to you and what's not based on, you know, what you're displaying appropriately and what you have shoved on a, you know, $20 Walmart shelf. It's actually so a dumpster that... shelf. I didn't pay any money for it. Oh, well, there you go. Sometimes you need I someone to point that I've, out I've to you, though. Fine. Yeah, it does take a good friend to point that out to you. Um, I did sell all of those. Partly because of Luke, mostly because of Lucas, actually, and what he said and what he made me realize. But also because my goal was to get all the eighty-four bots or season one bots, so you know, including Dinobots and Jetfire. Yeah. And then it, I just they kept. I knew that Takara was never going to finish. I realized that Takara was never going to finish that set. And then I realized that combining all the various third-party ones, maybe I might be able to finish a set in another several years. But some of them are going to be better. Like, I adore those fans toys, Dinobots. They're fantastic. But once I started getting rid of everything else on that dumpster shelf, it's fine now. I, I lit it up. It's nice. It's it's great. But uh, once I started getting rid of all of those, I was like, well, I can let these go too. Plus, it was I got I finished getting my set right before they went super expensive. So I, I sold them at the beginning of super expensive. Also, I didn't have a job at that time. So my fans toys, Dinobots, paid my rent for two months. Thanks, Dinobots. And, uh, yeah, the rest is history. Uh, I'm really collecting the point as far as, like, the yeah. access to reviewers helps, you know, kind of as an enabler as well. And I do mm. think that there's a little bit, like, I don't necessarily know that it, it's not, like, a direct thing, you know, to where you're like, oh, I'm going to watch, you know, whatever reviewer, and because of that, I'm going to buy this figure. But I do think that it's like a lot of times, you know, with the hype that comes out and, you know, say whatever, like fans toys, Astrotrain drops or something like that. And everyone's like saying how amazing he is and everyone's posting pictures of him and these like really good, you know, great looking, uh, you know, pictures. And then the reviewers come up and they're like, oh, this is a fantastic figure, whatever. Like, it is one of those things, especially, like, if you're on the fence about it, you're like, ah, should I get it or not? Um, and, and to be honest, like, I think that the fact that Fans Toys sells out so quickly now, like, actually kind of helps me out. Because I feel like if it was if it was one of those things where if it was still sticking around, I might be like, ah, like, I want to check this out. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, pick this up myself. But the fact that, I, like, it sold out months ago, it's like, okay, well, whatever. Because I'm not the type of person I I will not overpay for a figure. Like I'm sure that there's probably been a, a handful where I've had to pay a crazy late tax, but I'll pay a little bit of a late tax, but not like a you know I'm not gonna mortgage my house or whatever so that I can pay whatever ridiculous price nope. that crap goes for. Yeah, I won't either. I that same yeah, kind I'm of role of as well. It has to be, it has to be appropriately priced. You know, Christian, and I've talked about that a lot about like when you get a figure and it feels like it costs too much, it turns out it feels less fun. Like it feel, it doesn't bring as much happy 
when you get it for the right price is when you get it for the wrong price. If you just feel like something was mispriced, it's like, I don't know if I could ever enjoy this because it was mispriced. It took me years to be okay with my MP10 because I paid way too much for it right, right before they announced like the first of several dozen reissues. <sighs> paid but, $250 for my MP10. What's weird about you that though is expensive. is like I don't want to pay a late tax on those types of figures, but then like if it's a vintage figure, I don't like it. It's a it's a different. It's different. Space. It's like different than it's completely like, okay, different. Well, yeah. Well, that's when I start getting into like I was saying earlier, where where I'm looking at for my budget. Do I want to spend three hundred dollars on third party? What's his name? Or do I want to spend three hundred dollars on? this boxed zone thing with unused sticker sheet. Right. You know, it, it's, it, it's easy to make that, 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 that choice at that point. Um, for late taxes, I hate paying them. And fans toys has a cult following. Like, I, I don't think it's people who appreciate the toys anymore. I'm in a couple of the fans toys groups and this is just a quick sidebar. I think it's a cult and it's scary because they're, they're just, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's really, huh? It's really odd. But yeah, I'm like Lucas said. I'm glad that they sell out fast too, because I don't get tempted anymore. It used to be really easy for me to get caught up in hype of some new release, especially you know when third party was firing all cylinders around 2014 to 2017 or so. It was like, yeah, what all this stuff is great. Oh, I have to get this and this and this and this. and then it's like. Mm. Do I really have to get all of this? And the answer was no. Like, 2014 Christian would have absolutely gotten Optus Pexis and Stellaris Promenade and Getaway and whatever else came out this year. Because I'm interested in those things. They look nice to me. I would have been like, oh, that looks nice to me. I'll just get. But I'm not that way anymore. Now, if Peter tells me that this Stellaris Promenade that he's bringing on to the screen is uh, really super fantastic. I may consider it. I've been waiting for his opinion for a while. Yeah. Your he's headphones so, were off when I was saying that. But, yeah. I know. I, I heard I heard the last part, and he's so pretty. And he's, he's like... very pretty. His knees are awful. They're just fucking atrocious. I don't, awful, I don't need awful need figures, so... And some parts of his transformation are a little bit... Under engineer, they, he could have left. He, they could have been put him in the oven for five more minutes. He gets a seven out of ten. I'll talk to you offline about this. All right. Other ones like uh, fans hobbies, naval commander, which is Armada Prime. That one's been calling out to me all year, and it's like, eh, do I? Do I not? Mm-hmm. I've been humming and hawing over it for five months. Whereas you know, 2014 to 2017, Christian would have been like, pull the trigger, get it now. The trouble with that is, is will, will Takara actually ever release an Armada Prime? Like, maybe uh, I don't know. Well, they had that another decade. That that one, uh, you know, test shot, whatever that they showed off like years mm-hmm. ago, and what is it, two, three years It'll ago? It'll probably but... come around. Soon. It was three years ago. But I, I, I was doing the same thing, pulling the trigger on everything, anything that came out, add-on kit, garage kit, whatever. For, for there was a period, probably around 2011 to 2016, because 2016 is when I came home from wherever I was, and it was just like, I'm exhausted, I'm done with third-party stuff. Um, 
And now I have just dozens and dozens, if not scores and scores, of, of third-party figures that I can't sell. I mean, I can sell them for you know, 20 bucks because everyone is also selling all these same exact figures. Looking at the those fans' project Function X and the Toy World, early Toy World stuff, and like old old uh, MMC, you know, the the Night Morpher and th- that stuff. And it's just like I had it, all it, of that too. It's just like it, I can't get rid of it. I, I haven't even I haven't, I haven't really tried very hard because I see that I'm going to get nothing for it, and it feels like uh, Shockwave's about the only one that's worth money. Yeah. So that's why I'm happy that I was able to turn that switch off with third party and, and it's gotten easier. So I know that if I ever make the choice to change up my collecting habits in the future, I, I will, there will be initial pain and there will be initial reluctance and there will be uh, an adjustment, but it's doable. I can quit whenever I want you guys. I can quit whenever I want. And, 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 Totally. I've been to rehab a couple times. So, you know, this is just another form of my addiction. Um, so, yeah. Someone yeah, else start talking. That, that's the thing is, I, I, I feel like that, like, getting back into Masterpiece, like, it's almost stopped me from doing that because of the fact that some of the figures are so hard to come by that I don't want to pay that late tax. And so it stops me because knowing that I want to complete it all and that it would bum me out that I, you know, am getting back into it, but I can't have X, Y, Z figure, you know, like, yeah. I bought this kitty. Now I want the Transmetal Cheetor, which means I missed Skateboard Transmetal Optimus, which means I have to pay the late tax on him or gamble on a reissue, which might be six months from now or five years from now. And how long will I be able to live with a shelf with Transmetals on it or Season 2 cast members without frickin' Primal? So I will have to condition myself to not pay that late tax or to just live with "Eh, no skateboard monkey for me. Or just throw a a vintage one up there and just be like, squint, he's fine, everything's fine. Just put put the Hasbro one out there, the power of the Prime one. That's season three. That's season three. Well, it's you, close enough. You dolt. It's not close enough. This guy and Optimal Optimus were not on screen at the same time ever. Gosh. Ever. Okay, for the factoid. Yeah, latex is important to know. Like, I, generally speaking, I don't spend more than $100 on individual figures anymore. Now, the Titans go above that. Certain third-party stuff goes above that. It just—it's a thing in my brain now to make me stop and evaluate again. Because to me, a one hundred dollars is a lot for a toy, and I still collect toys. So it's like, okay, think about this again for a second. Do you really want to spend this money on this? And if I do, it's fine. It's just a—it's a—it's a checkpoint for me. It's so a break. Getting you something. Tap the brakes, yeah. and then you keep moving if you want exactly. to, or turn, to. get off the highway. Exactly. So, you know, my biggest example of that is when I sold my Bacano 6 set. I knew that I would never, ever, ever own those figures again because I'm never, ever going to pay the price that they command or the price that I got for them. 
to help me put a down payment on a car. I'd rather have car money than toy money at the end of the day. Anna, what's up? I, I was just going to say, I think a lot of it comes down to like each of us finding our own idiosyncrasies that we all have our own little things that we all kind of search for. And I think like, Christian, you were talking a lot about how like having friends in the community can really help with that because, you know, what I was hearing was that you had this kind of like, you know, people are supposed to collect MP because MP is what you collect. It's yes. the cool thing to collect. And then you found Lucas and Lucas was like, oh, you know, obviously kind of showing that he really does seem to enjoy the mainline stuff more. And then you were like, wait, someone else does this and someone else tells me that it's OK to do this. Oh, wait, this is what I want to do. And that's a nice thing to do. And I found myself doing it both ways, right? Like when I first came into the the big fandom, when I first you know started hanging out with Lucas and other of the KC people, and when I eventually joined the show and all that sort of stuff, like I started to see like all those things I was supposed to be doing as a collector. Like, and some of those things, you know, I really do enjoy, like, getting third party stuff like that was something I never let myself do before because I always thought the ter- third turn party I always thought the third party was overpriced which a lot of it is some of it really isn't it really varies the numbers are bigger in general and I've learned to be okay with that I've learned that you know some things you <laughs> third party third party some things you don't get unless you're willing to spend a little more money on them that you won't get otherwise. You know, like I, something that completely thrills me are these tiny, tiny Magic Square cassettes. And they are, you know, more expensive than other cassettes are. You know, they're like, this is a, a $10 equivalent figure and this is a $5 equivalent figure and this is what you get for $5 and I don't want it. So that's fine. But anyway, like I found that, you know, no, I didn't look like I did. Something clanged. I'm good. The sound made me think that you actually I totally threw it. I threw it. (laughs) Anyway, like those are, those are kind of like, you know, good habits I've picked up. But then the bad habit I picked up right away was hearing the other people character collected. And I was like, oh, I should character collect. And so I tried to character collect Ultra Magnus because if I was to like rank, you know, major characters like Ultra Magnus or Bumblebee or like the characters that are always in the series that I really like as characters. And I ended up with a bunch of Ultra Magnus figures I hate. Like, I just don't like every toy of the characters I like. Like, there are poop Bumblebees, there are poop Magnuses. And I started owning poop Magnuses. He's kind of find an obscure enough dude to character collect. My my character collecting guy hasn't had a new figure since 2014. It's fantastic. And I'm I'm kind of character collecting glyph. And every time you've shown me that old impossible toys glyph, it's always that like moment. I'm like, do I want to own a poop toy of glyph? Because currently I own two glyphs. And they're both good. Do I want to own a poop toy of her? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe someday. But I've Kind of like that character collecting was a big one for me. It was like, ooh, do I want to do this? I do. I, it's a cool thing to do. I thought I was enjoying it. And then I started to pick up Ultra Magnus figures off the shelf and be like, why in the world do I own this poopy toy? Especially like the um, the Papa Toys Ultra Magnus, the um, Legends one. 
It was just like every time I looked at it, I got angry at it. It's like, okay, why do I have something that makes me angry to look at? Making eye contact with him made me mad. So you just had to character collect like Paul, where he collects like what what is it like bumblebee grimlock starscream like 30 characters. or whatever and you're like, like wait a minute that's that's like half the stuff like by the time you i mean there's, there's a lot of bumblebees and there's a lot of optimus primes so personally i think i finally get to the place where like i know it like it drives a lot of people crazy the way i collect just because i kind of get whatever i want Right. Like I kind of whenever there's something I see that's really cool to me, if it calls out to me, I should go ahead and get it. I shouldn't get every figure from that line because I probably don't care about most of the other ones. I shouldn't get all my figures at that size because I probably won't like some of them. If I do, I should just get the ones that call out to me specifically. And that means that I'm going to have a really weird, eccentric mixed collection. Eccentric was eclectic was the word I wanted. I have a very eclectic collection and that is way more fun to me when i look and my figures don't go together but you know one of them is a moth lady that turns into a baby carriage and um wow i found out that my i i've literally ended up with um with the lady j figure because of her elbows being such a big talking point for everyone in the discord it was fun to me to get the first um G.I. Joe figure with double female elbows, because that was a a joke. That amused me. It amused me to get this version of Deep Cover, to get the blue Deep Cover, because I made him into Deep Blue, the chess-playing computer. And, like, all of those weirdnesses are what really gets me excited (laughs) about collecting the figures. His his name is Rollback. Yes. You you changed it. You can be I, both. It's your collection. I made two names, but yours is rollback. Mine is still deep blue. Yeah, I That's I bought a, I bought a chessboard for him to sit you by did? and play. Yeah, yeah. I have my you tiny were committed chessboard. to the bit. And I am committed to this, and he sits on my shelf playing chess with everyone else. And that to me is so much more fun than having a complete siege line, or so much more fun than having all the alternators, or so much more fun than having you know all of the um, Magic Square figures because Magic Square's made a few poopers. As much as I love them, trying to collect all of them means that I would collect some turds. And I don't collect turds. I collect things I enjoy. That's That's been my big change in my collecting. It's just kind of like realizing that I, I need to be okay with how eclectic it is. Even though a lot of my friends tell me, you know, you're doing it wrong. I have to just be kind of like, well... Yeah, I, I like doing I mean, it's, your own, it's your own collection, so it's, I mean, it's just for you. It's like, it's not like, right. I mean, you know, whatever, That's, outside of some fellow collectors, it's not like that your husband's like, oh, wow, I'm so impressed by your collection. Like, you know. Yeah, he doesn't get impressed. Anna, you touched on it, too, that. Your collection's for you. You're not doing it to impress anybody else. Right. I, mean, I was collecting Masterpiece because that's what you're supposed to do. I was getting the, the vintage reissue line because that's what you're supposed to do if you're an adult collector. It's like, mm, maybe maybe I don't have to do that. Oh, I was getting all those damn select retakes for a while because it's what you guys were doing. And I eventually caught myself and said, oh, God, why am I doing this? I don't know who the hell this is or care. I think the biggest change in my collection I, I think it's happening to me now i kind of feel like it's time to change something up 
and what it is, it feels like with especially Earthrise and now Kingdom, that for certain characters, I won't have to buy other versions. And I know, you know, we say that and we're like, okay, this one's new. And okay, it's, it's the new thing. I got to get it. And in three years, you have another star screen. But it's like, hmm, this kind of feels like maybe, maybe these are the toys I wanted all along. And now that I have them, I, I don't really need other versions. But, but we'll check back with me then, in three years. Did did the kingdom? Did you get the kingdom Ultra Magnus? I did. So that that's the thing is that I felt like that was the one where it's like, well, like, do I really need this? Do you just like, have everything right in front of you, Peter. <laughs> everything we're ever going to mention is right in front of you. <laughs> so my my question that. though, too, you know, Ron had brought up in the chat about the late tax on, uh, you know, like Siege Skywarp and the Coneheads and and all that type of thing. Have you? considered like when you see some of those ebay prices of selling your figures out of the collection to uh you know just to get some extra money no it it helps push that decision along for me like i sold my siege seekers when that was happening and also we knew that earthrise versions were coming and they were in the earth mode because that's what i knew i wanted more right so in, a, in another world where I would have just sent those in a box all together to Nick and he could deal with it, whatever, um, I sold them myself for lots of money and people made fun of me on Facebook and then I sold them for more than I listed them on Facebook for and that's, uh, that's what happened. I was on the front edge of selling Skywarp for a ton of money. Oh, so, so what I was saying about Ultra Magnus was is not that like it's a bad figure. Like it's a good figure, but it's a slight upgrade from the Siege figure. Siege, so, yeah. And, and so the question is, is like, if you come out with the whatever, you know, the next version of Starscream or whatever it may be, like whatever the character is another year from now, are you, you know, you say you're not going to get it, but yeah. I don't know. I, I have a hard time we'll not, see. you know, not getting those just because like, I don't know. When we get Coronation Starscream in Studio Series 86 and use the exact tooling of the... Uh, Kingdom one or whatever one, Kingdom Earthrise? Earthrise Earthrise. Thank you. And but he has a crown and a cape now. Kingdom. And he's gonna have crown and a cape now, which means it's marginally better. We've we've had this on on different shows too, where Hasbro knows what they're doing when they make things incrementally better, so that we keep coming yeah. back for the for the thing, the little thing, whatever the thing is, whether it's Magnus has gogglies now and a, and, a, and a truck chest that doesn't look like R.I.D. or or, or Carobot. Um, you know, I'm coming back for that, but some people want the car robot version and some people want the, this instead of the, that and the broken, um, to Christian's point, I agree. If you feel, and, and this is for anybody, for any part of their collection, for whatever they collect, it doesn't even have to be transformers. If you feel that you've gotten to the point where I have gotten the things that I was after, I did it. Mission accomplished, you know? You can quit. You can quit any time. You can change the rules at any time. To all three of you said it. It's your collection. It's your rules. You don't let other people influence you. Don't. Don't. Because you're going to fall down a rabbit hole and it's going to suck. I hid in a hole afraid to show my head for years because I didn't want people to know how freaking manic I was about Transformers and have been for decades. And when I finally came up for air and looked around, I was like, oh shit, I am the craziest person on the block except for him and him right 
yeah, screw it. And I just kept being crazy. I don't care. Whatever. That's not going to change. And then the fact that people were telling me, oh, wow, you really are crazy, didn't change what I was doing. It didn't change my trajectory. didn't change my rules because what I collect is my stuff for me. I don't care. I want all the packaging variants. I want all the paint deco variants on power core combiners or whatever the heck it is. I want it because I want it because I told myself I would get it. Eh, am I going to get everything ever, 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 ever? No. Am I going to get the convoy trophy from the Takara Gala? No. Maybe. I don't know. It's not going to stop Maybe. me from trying. So there you go. Am I going to get G- G2 Semicons? Eh. Eh. You know? If anybody could get that stuff, I would bet on you. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten some things. I've gotten some things. Um, I think a key thing is, you know, friendship is part of it, too. I mean, we sometimes tell you you're crazy, but it's never in a derisive way. From it's you guys, like, it's not. Right. It's not. Right. Friends don't well, do that. I, I feel like it's it's, just, it's it's different, though, you know, like to the average person, you know, they look at it, you know, whatever our collections and stuff. And they're like, OK, this is this is different. You they know, look at all our collections and think we're overboard, like yep. even the, the smallest ones. Right, right. So to to a non collector. But I, I do think, you know, like in. um I think it was Ron that brought up like that there was uh, he has a coworker that collects uh, shoes and whiskey, you know, and it's like, it's, it's one of those things where I don't know, like cool, I, I have buddies like that too, where they have this crazy whiskey collection, you know, and I, I enjoy, you know, checking out his whiskey collection myself. So um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's an interesting thing. Like I, I I find all collecting to be fine. Like like anytime anyone tells me they have like a weird collection, like if they told me they collected sneakers or something, I'd be like, Oh, that's cool, that's fun for you. Um, um a student of mine or her husband collected knives and like I had that like mm-hmm. short reaction of, Ooh, knives are scary and then I was like, But you know, like I can understand there's a lot of different types and designs and really cool like engravings and whatnot you can do with them so yeah it totally makes sense to me but i've realized that i don't like putting up collections in my house that i don't think look cool like if i don't like something if i don't think that it looks cool i don't want to put it up in my house so we inherited my husband's mother's collection of small ornamental lighthouses and they're they're in the garage right now waiting to be set up somewhere and i really don't what to put them out like i really don't want a collection of little ornamental lighthouses or the snow clothes either because those See, are not the legends combiners attack them <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah there you go omega lifts one up and uses as a bat it's great Integrate yeah. into the it's like I really value them as collectibles. I say like this is cool. It made her happy, but I don't want them up in my house. <laughs> I don't think any lighthouses appeared in Gen One. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on, I'm coming with you on this journey, Peter. Um, it could go with your Rescue Bots collection, right? Did they have a lighthouse in Rescue Bots? They had a lighthouse. They would like lighthouses. They would so accept them as their friends. <laughs> but but my point was just that there's... I just don't enjoy having everything out as collectibles. 
Like, we have a couple ornamental plates. I don't understand why you would put those out on display. My mom had a had a plate display when I was a kid. She still does, and she has precious moments. And I don't know, my mom's a collector of things. We've talked, yeah, about on a different show, but yeah, I wouldn't put a plate out on display except for my botcon plates because botcon plates, you know. <laughs> and, and and my dining, my Transformers Gen One dining set, and you know, I've got a GoBots dining set, and I've got TV trays, and Ooh. that stuff's cool. So put that on display. Um. I was working through because I, I got more GoBots recently, and uh, yeah, so I'm trying to figure out how to display my GoBots and my Masters of the Universe stuff. That that reminds me, like, do they have the um, like, do you have like little TV trays, the the little metal ones? Um, man, I kind of want some of those. How much? Get those. those get the bunch boxes. Are those, Go are for those it. Expensive. The the TV nah. trays. You can get the TV tray for like forty bucks. Forty bucks shipped. Yeah, well, yeah I'm, I'm assuming the shipping can. would be, yeah. Yeah, see, see, that's what, like, but then, I don't know, like, the, where do you stop there? You know, like, you that's, don't. yeah, that, that's the thing that's hard is, is that I, I feel like when I start, <clears throat> like, sending pictures of trash and I'm like, hey, like, Peter, Nick, do you guys need this trash? Like, before I throw it in the garbage? No, I said the trash can. No, I know, but I'm saying literal tra- like because the the like if you buy like a package of Twinkies with Transformers on it, you gotta check with Nick first to see whether or not he has that variant. That's true, of- I've done that. <laughs> you have to check with Nick for that sort of stuff. You don't have to check with me. Peter's already got it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have all of the food packaging promo uh, packaging, food promo items. Something that came in the package. Yeah, I got all that. I've got your Ziploc stickers and iron-on transfers and all that nonsense. But and cereal stuff. I have cereal stuff from Qatar because there was a there was an RID RID cereal packing in General Mills or Post cereals in Qatar of all places, and it was I was like, oh. yeah. So Nick has a set of those now, and and I have a set of those because that's what we were doing at that point. But yeah, artifacts. Once you start digging through artifacts, that that that's a hard one to stop because there's always just licensed merchandise junk that that Hasbro is happy to you know here. Yeah, you can put a logo on that piece of junk. Cool, and I'm happy to buy it. There's an artifact group on Facebook. You should Amazon, yeah. Oh yeah, I joined that Facebook group. It's fun. There's a guy, another Nick, on there who's like. He is deep in the uh, in the artifact game, and he is he has an impressive collection. Just like, whoa, dude! I want some of that. <laughs> so now, does he display that stuff? That's why I was wondering with, with some of those things, if you know, because I think that like a a well kept display could look really good, but then I think it could also look really bad if you don't display it well. Depends on. How- I mean, obviously, we're, we're, we're way off topic, but it's it's, my, it's a favorite. You have to curate your display with what you want to display, and you have to display it well. If, if you have everything you own is loose or in trash condition, then you're probably not going to have a great display as far as those weirdo artifacts and stuff go. But if you've got all the board games, all the puzzles, all the card games, the lamp, the, the, the dining set, the couple of lunch boxes, and some you know other just toothbrush... Was it the the Optimus Prime Oral Care Station, 
and whatever else. Yeah, there's like there's there's zipper pulls. Yeah, there's zipper pulls. There's clip bag clips. There's multiple erasers from different years that come in slightly different decos. If you've got the tattoos. Mm -hmm. If you've got all that, that there's a there's a a fun way to display all of those things without it looking like I got a pile of junk. You know. So so yeah. I mean, I mean, I would argue that this is on topic because maybe I'm thinking about changing my collection to all that stuff. No, do it. Not, you could but... do. Like, I definitely <laughs> think of like, like that is my artsy side colliding with my collector side because when you talk about all those like you know artifacts as you said or all the like Twinkie boxes and wrappers and whatnot, like those aren't going to look like really great on a display. But imagine if you made a fun collage of them. And you put that up on your wall, a collage of all the different like advertisements and packets and fun little crossover arts and everything. I can make a really cool like piece of art to have in your house and you would be destroying the actual items. But, like it goes against no. the collector's instincts. But my sister destroyed items for me on occasion for that sort of stuff. That's that's great. It's fun. Here, I'll go grab one. Give me a moment. Hey. hey. Yep. You're gonna be okay. Off this camera, mid-show. Someone start talking. Oh yeah, we have to keep talking. It's a job. Oh, we're we're <laughs> we're talking now. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there there is. Is. oh, that looks neat. Hey. So this is a box that my sister made me to contain uh, these coasters that we made last year. They're just coasters with symbols on them, and uh -huh. we cut up some these are all promo books from like when combiner wars and thrilling 30 had books that came with them mm -hmm. and she cut those up and decoupage them onto this box for me it's really is cool really, it's great really cool it is cool. i also have a table and like a small foot locker that's like this so now did she randomly pick the panels or was there a specific like i want this issue decoupage into the box uh I wouldn't say they were random choices because she's got a really good eye for this sort of thing, but I didn't make any special requests. Yeah. I remember you showing here's, me the coasters. Those are great. Here's one from uh, this, this comic is like the target to part of target on six. It came with the yeah, universe Springer versus rap bat set. Actually, it came with the opposite one of those because they switched the comics, but yeah, it's there. Dirge she was like, oh, I really like this art. So she did that. Yeah. Dirge I like that a lot. That's really cool. Like, mm -hmm. I like so the, she put a lot of art stuff. Yeah. So I destroy comics, but I get really cool decoupage art out of it. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, I put this giant ass symbol on it because I thought it looked cool. There you go. So I don't know if you want to destroy your antique um, advertisements like Anna was talking about, but hey, I've destroyed these and one day they'll be antique, so who knows? Depends on what it is, I suppose. Yeah, it depends on what you're doing with it. Like, if, if it if it provides a way for you to enjoy it, you know, it could be fun. Upside is actually pretty entertaining. What did you buy, Destron? I bought a bunch of merch. Not from the U.S., not from Europe, and not from Japan. It'll be here soon. It's stuff that I don't think any of us have. No. Nice. You'll see. You'll see when it gets here. Rick will be like, "Does that exist?" No, 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 no. no. 
it'll, it'll be right, great. Right, right. So, so we need to do another Ouch My Wallet uh, with Rick so that you can show it off and be like, hey, Rick, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? So, Ouch My God, Surprise. So much stuff. You do have so much, so much stuff. And it's like unopened stuff. I got I to gotta go through it. Well, this one thing is open, but it's not exciting. Oh, that's my wallet. I, I got the classics Cybertron Optimus Prime. Woo! I have a huge pile of weird things I can always show off at Ouch. Like, check, check that box. They'll just make people stare at me. Be like, why do you have this? I have absolutely yeah. nothing for Ouch right now. Never I'm more excited. It. I'm more excited about showing off my like Christmas flavored MicroMaster knockoff than I am about my good toys. So, so this is yeah. great. Just I random. I, I feel mm. like all of my, you know, changes and whatnot and focusing on my collection is always like ultimately like i'm trying to figure out like what's my end game like where do i want to be in five years like that you know whatever thing that you always always bring up but i kind of feel like that that's like what i'm trying to do now is is like actually focus in and not mess around with like you said like buying legends or just something else whatever it's like i i kind of feel like that the hasbro mainline is the stuff that i kind of saw myself wanting um and so that's that's kind of where i decided you know what like i'm just gonna get rid of this other extraneous stuff like and not add to that stuff because that's even though some of it is cool and i would really like it like that's not the focus of my collection and i know that i will eventually get rid of it so why buy it in the first place? And I think, you know, it really just comes down to us all kind of finding what really makes us happy at our collecting. You know, what is it that really is just clicking with us? And, you know, you you always talk about having an in-game. For me, part of it is literally not having an in-game. I like not having a goal with this. I like it to be something that just like kind of happens. You know, sometimes I'll see a toy release that I just don't care about at all. And then sometimes I'll see a toy release that is just so motivating. It becomes the new goal. It's like, I have to have that. Like, you know, Eris, the MMC figure is starting to show up. Um, someone I know actually got theirs already. So I'm hoping that it comes soon. And that became instantly that motivating. Because it was just like, that is such a like weird thing that happened the, the way the events all went up, plus the way the figure looks, plus what the figure is, all appeals to me. So that instantly became, you know, part of the ever-changing goal I have in my collection. I think that's just better for me. Like, that actually makes mm -hmm. me happy. Like, making a release schedule, that doesn't get me so excited, unless it's stuff like that. You know, Calculation King, that was, that was something I waited for forever. Ever. Like, I was literally waiting on the thing for three freaking years. Three years based on some art I saw on a forum. And that was so motivating. This calculation key is perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry, that was my release schedule. I, I forecast now. No, no, no. I, I was mostly talking about your release schedule. It was like, I see how that helps you out. And I see how that it helps, helps me out so with the budget, much. too. But it, it's not motivating at all. Like, it, it's not exciting to me to have that. It's helpful from a budgeting perspective, so, for damn sure. 
So, Christian, when there's leaks, do you put those on your release schedule, or do you wait for Hasbro to actually announce them? Uh, it's, it's not a release schedule. It's just a schedule of what I'm spending in what month. So it's it's basically tracking all my pre-orders. So you would wait for Hasbro to put it up first. So you wouldn't put like I, yes. I'm trying. I'm trying like to T- think of a figure. Like T Rex is not on the list. Okay. Yeah. Even though he's probably coming out this month. As I say, technically he is like been spotted, right? Like, isn't he in Australia? Yes. I think. Yeah. But I don't live in Australia, so. Right, but do you know that T-Rex go to the June Australia budget? Does T-Rex go to like... the July budget? I don't know right, yet. Right, 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 right. But he'll go on the calendar once I do know. But, Lucas, your in-game and my Omega collection, I think, are very similar. And right now, I'm kind of holding off on selling too many things because I kind of want to see how everything looks together. I'm limited by the space of where I live presently, but once I am not limited, I, I kind of want to get it all out, everything I have, and say, this is what I have, what fits and what doesn't fit. That's an interesting point. Uh, now that we're in the new house or whatever, and I've got the front room is all whatever it is, and then I've got the Gen 1 room, I don't know how my motivation is going to keep up for some of these other lines. For some of the newer stuff and for the things that I'm missing, I'm going to, for the things that I'm missing, I'm definitely because I have actual written out checklists that my brain screams at me about on a daily basis. Uh, but for like newer things, I find my motivation, every, you know, I, I get hyped. I'm like, yeah, here comes the whatever, Cyberverse Dinobots, neat. I'm excited. You can see her. You can hear the, you can hear the excitement. I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited, but it's like, okay, here comes the next thing. Cool. Uh, we need a kid line. Neat. Um, and I'm 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 wondering what's coming after Kingdom. We know kind of what's coming after Kingdom, but okay. you know, but what's coming after Kingdom? Are we? I, I'm where are my 1988 characters? So that that keeps me hyped and hoped, hoping and hopeful. And my cat is just the most adorable little dude. Anyway, um, but once I have the Gen One room set up completely, I haven't had the I haven't had my Gen One toy set up since 2003. So and and. I was looking at my counts the other day and I was at 1900 and just, just shy of 2000 figures uh, a decade ago. And now I'm just shy of 5,000 figures. So 5,000 different pieces in my collection. And, and that's not even counting everything. That's just transformers. That's not third party. He-Man, GI Joe, mask, wheeled warriors, whatever else. Um, so with the space that I have now, I wonder what my rules are going to look like a year from now or five years from now. Or once the kids move out, you know, do I get to claim their rooms? I think I do. I think I, I got dibs. But yeah, that is going to be a great question. I feel like Peter is, is like once you set up your display in your house, like any of the stuff that you still have, in in totes and whatnot like are you going to want to get rid of that will i care or or is it something too where you're like you know what if it's not display worthy you know do you keep it in your collection like is that kind of like how you decide on what you really want what you don't because you're like okay like i just don't really care about this you know your bumblebee movie whatever that junk was you know 
all of your Titan heroes, dude. You gotta get them all out. All, all of my, yeah, my, my Titan heroes, all my, my evergreen stuff, my authentic family dollar things, all of the multiple, multiple, multiple repacks of Creo. All of that delightful stuff. Will it? Will my rules change to a point where it's like, well, I need I need space for a toad. I'm out of space for toads because the house is only, you know, it's not infinite anymore. I can't just keep renting storage units. We're in the finite closet now. I can, but I, I like my house and I don't want to leave it. Um, not to do toys. Having everything in one place for the first time in right. ever, you know, forever, it, it feels really good. Um, so, yeah, my rules are going to change. I, I, I feel it coming and I'm afraid of it. But I'm also kind of embracing it because I want to see where it goes. Because as long as I have that Gen 1 room and as long as I have my classics room and a place for my He-Man, my G.I. Joe and my uh, Gobots and, and Mask and Wheeled Warriors, whatever, all the series that I care about, I don't care about Silverhawks or, or, or Brave Star. I don't. I just don't. I don't care about Thundercats. I've heard of three of those. I, they're they're great. They're worth checking out. Um, That's fine. Yeah. Um, as long fact, as I have... Last time your Gen 1 room was up, I was 11 years old and not yet a full collector. That was two years away. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Rules. Rules change. Sometimes rules can be stressful. <laughs> like... Like, I do have my rule that if I own something, it has to be displayed. And there are sometimes things that have, like, meaning and are cool to me that look terrible on display. Like, there's no good way for me to display that's knockoff watch robots. But I do enjoy owning it, right? This thing is fun to me. It's, it's silly. It's bright yellow. Did you and buy I, a bright yellow moon? It was a gift does it even keep, Does it keep time? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. That's why you buy it. It is a functioning watch. I didn't buy it. It was a gift. Okay. But I cool. still really enjoy it. Like like the bright yellow and the the fact that's like a weird KO. But where the hell am I going to display this thing? I'm not going to display it. So it lives on my desk for the just last, sneak like, it in half somewhere, year, right? I guess I have to. Just have just to. actually it's, it's wear it as your watch. I try. It's just a little bit too small to be comfortable. Yeah, the original meantime was like that too. Hey, hey, Destron, what time did the meantime toy display? This is an easy one for you. I don't know. You do know. I don't know. It was seven forty-seven. I knew that. <laughs> I knew you knew that. I, if you I ask me what the what the black repaint did, I can't tell I, that one. Sorry. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, remember his name at this moment. Yeah, this one they turned into a functioning watch so you can see that it's blinking. That's a, really cool. That's an advantage, yeah. I remember seeing those at one point. Yeah. yeah. They're super it. cheap. They're super cheap. And fun. The originals did not function, and it was kind of lame. Although real gear was kind of neat. You know, I honestly didn't know it functioned for, like, the first three months I owned it. Because I just assumed it did it, like the original. And then one day I was just playing with it, pressing the buttons on it. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm setting the time. What's happening? Then I realized the setting time on cheap watches is hell. So I just kind of threw it aside. But if you don't collect KO garbage like that, you know, the rest of us collectors have to deal with Heinrad. And that's a whole other set of problems. He's a thing. He is a thing. What's wrong with displaying him? Oh, I didn't even realize. Is it uh, Transformer Tuesday tomorrow? Well, it has been. They haven't announced anything, but it Who has knows been Transformer, when it's Transformer Tuesday. Tuesday. Right, but they just drop crap. 
I just drop stuff now. So maybe yeah. it's maybe it's T Rex T Rex Tuesday. Ooh. There you go. He he was on the target site over the weekend. They updated the collectible section, and he was like right there. Trek stay he's not, too. He's not on the site, but his picture was part of the link. Hmm. He's that he's could be it. Also, maybe that weird four pack we keep hearing about. Mm, the worlds collide four pack. Forgot about that. That's just reminded me. Pretty soon, Which it's is... going to be. It's going to be Ween Finger Wednesday sometime soon. Yeah, did you get all those emails today, Hannah? Yeah, I got the, like, it's about to come. Prepare yourself. And I was like, yes, mean figure, I can't wait. What is this? There's other figures. The GameStop figures will be coming soon. So, that includes Uh, the finger of Ween's. Wing finger and Scorponok and Trex. Yeah, those other guys and Wing finger. I didn't realize that they're actually shipping now. It wasn't the shipping notification. It was, hey. The release date's like in a week. Hmm. Get ready. Prepare yourself. It was like prepare yourself. And I I am prepared for Weed Faker. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm going to make that pile of bones and that will be what I do with my fossilizers. Pretty excited about Scorpionoc too. I like scorpions. So Anna, what's book anyway, club this week? Do you know? It's book club this it week. appears to be more than meets the eye 39 through 41 according to the... Co- comment from Zaldron. When we when just finished the Combiner Wars. It is eight thirty PM on Sunday nights on the Discord. When you say and that's central time. What, uh, yeah, thank you. Central so time zone. Eastern if you're my Eastern. time zone. Book Club is a fun place where we talk about comic books together as friends. Sometimes we temporarily become enemies because of our differing views on things like art. Mm. and writing and content all of it but then in the end we all gather around the the great um capitalistic spending god known as transformers and we all become friends at the end of the night it's a great time everyone should join well uh do you guys have any any additional thoughts that you want to add before we wrap things up your collection is your own your rules are your own you can change them at any time you don't have to change them at all do what you want to do have fun with it and uh make some friends the dorkiest comment we can make as transformers collectors is that change is the whole purpose so when your collection oh, changes well i went when you, when your you collection changes when your goals change that's very natural it should be something you enjoy and just have fun with it what the heck? Did I really steal your thunder, Christian? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, you did it better than I would have, though, so congrats. Wow, there we go. Well, um, I want to thank you guys uh, for joining us tonight, um, and thank you to everyone in the chat. Uh, thanks to uh, Zaldron and Catherine and Ron and Jay, and uh, Phil was in there as well. Uh, Enots, I think earlier uh, was in there. Smell. Yeah, that's Phil. Peter. Yeah. Yes. So, so there you go. Me. Um, 
And uh, this week, have we figured out what we're doing on uh, uh, microcasters? Are we doing doing the black iron hide or something else? Or we we haven't talked about it. We can do something. If anyone in the audience would like to recommend what we talk about on microcasters, feel free to try. If we have it, we might be able to do it. You never know. We'll do our best. Yeah. There you go. Weird baby carriage uh, figures. I would be happy to review that. You just all have to buy copies. Uh, and then wait, I can tell wait, you where to get it. Wait three months for it to come from China. Yeah, that's a problem. So, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so, but yeah, thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Night. Thank you. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. Ha <laughs> ha!